Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. This is Friday morning, September 24th. My name is Tom Short and so glad to have you along with us today as we continue our daily journey in the Word of God and praying over it. As I mentioned here earlier in the chat, today is day 365 since I began these live streams. One year ago, tomorrow would be when we started. And some of you have been along the entire time, and I thank you and bless you, and I hope you've been strengthened. We're going to talk about that in just a moment, how important this is. As a matter of fact, let's start now. I'd like to talk, as we're talking about learning the Word of God, and we've been over the last few weeks with the benefits of the Word of God, our attitude toward the Word of God, and then how do we learn the Word of God? Now, there's plenty of uh, resources online and books about how to study the Bible for yourself. That's not what I've thought wanted to focus on here per, per se. And if you want to take deeper Bible study, there are good books out there about how to learn to do a topic study or a, or a inductive Bible study or some of these different um, um, methods. What I've tried to talk about is some of the little known keys that are actually in the Bible that you can um can, can use. And today is an important one. Today is a very important one. I'd like to start, you know, people ask me, Tom, how do you know so much of the Bible? Students regularly ask me where I went to seminary. Believe it or not, I didn't go to seminary or Bible study and have not had, shall we say, formal training. Most of my training was, I was discipled by my pastor and I was in a lot of self-learning and individual motivation to learn and study my, myself. I'm fortunate that as a young man, I was encouraged and there was a standard to get into the Bible every day, to read it regularly, to make it a part of my habit. And as I've shared many times, just like we eat every day to get into the Word of God every day. But if I were to simply say my method of learning the Bible that has worked very, very, very well for me, it's simply this. There's, there's four steps to it. Number one, I received the Word of God. I received it in the, basically the hand method. Remember, I've read it, I study it, I read it, I study it, I hear it taught, I memorize it, and I meditate on it. I do, I do my part to receive God's Word, and then I act upon it. I act upon it. I do what it says. And then the third, and this is the, the important thing that's the little-known secret, I share it with others. I've been taught that, and I teach it. You know, my campus preaching so often in those early days, I was such a novice. There were so many things I didn't know. And I was fortunate to have a regular group of, of opponents out when I was preaching publicly that would every day try and stump me, try and raise a question. They'd go home and do their homework each night to try and find out things to how to stump me. And if I didn't know the answer, I'd go home and do my homework that night to find the answer. And I come back the next day prepared to share it and teach it. And much of what I learned that I preached and the apologetics that I preached, that's really where I got, I got a, a big boost early on is having to answer the objections I was faced with. I didn't know the answers many times. I had to go find them. And when you get stumped and then you got to find it and be prepared to teach it, that's when you learn it. That's when you learn it. I have found... And then the fourth thing I'll just say is I've learned it little by little, one step at a time. 
what I know in the Word of God and how I'm able to teach it, it comes from a long time of just a verse a day, reading a chapter a day, memorizing a bit here, memorizing a verse or a verse a week or a couple verses a week, or singing them, meditating on them, obeying them. The practice of, of getting into my life, of, of some of the things that I, I teach on a lot now, rejoicing. That wasn't easy at first, rejoicing in trials. It was hard. And, and, and I'd often fail at it, but I, in the midst of my failure, I'd realize I should be rejoicing. I should be giving thanks. And as you, tra- as you bit by bit, train myself or train yourself uh, and, and turn those defeats into victories, turn those failures into, okay, I'm in the midst of it, but I can turn around now. I haven't been thankful yet. I can. I haven't been doing it right now, but I can change now. That's how, that's been my process. I receive it, I do the best I can to practice it, I share it with others, and I do it little by little, one step at a time, over a long period of time, and before long, God's Word has really, really changed you. We look for the dramatic change, and I do believe in the dramatic changes. I do believe in conferences, events. This is why we do our trip to Israel. We do the Faith Walkers Conference. We're going to be opening, do this trip to Alaska. These, to me, are designed, and when I'm preaching on campus, these are designed to be uh, times that really give us that boost, that shot in the arm to, to really propel us forward or to change, maybe change the direction. But it doesn't last unless we apply the step-by-step, day-by-day diligence of carry th- carrying through with the things God taught us in those dramatic moments. Most of our lives... Many people have had those dramatic moments and they don't carry through. A week, two weeks later, three weeks later, it made no difference. Others, they allow those things to change their habits. And little by little, often unnoticeable at first, little by little, bit by bit, they change. Just like building a building. You know, if you build a building with brick, you don't see much progress at first. Matter of fact, initially, a lot of the progress is underground, laying the foundation. You don't see anything. But little by little, you keep adding a brick at a time, a brick at a time. And before long, there's a big wall there. And likewise, that's how we build God's Word into our life. Our verse for today that talks about this is found in Deuteronomy 6. Such a powerful section. I'm going to read several verses here. It's verses 1 through 7. So uh, here we go. Now this is the commandment, the statutes, and the judgments which the Lord your God has commanded you to teach me to teach you that you might do them in the land where you're going in to possess it, so that you and your son and your grandson might fear the Lord your God to keep all his statutes and his commandments, which I command you, which I command you all the days of your life, and that your days may be prolonged. O Israel, you should listen and be careful to do it, that it may be well with you, and that you may multiply greatly. Just as the Lord, the God of your fathers, has promised you in the land flowing with milk and honey. Here we go. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. These words which I am commanding you today shall be on your heart, and you shall teach them diligently to your sons and shall talk of them. When you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise up, 
You shall bind them as a sign on your hand. They shall be as frontals on your forehead. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. I stress particularly, we should love the Lord our God and his word. Here's it's connected. Love the Lord your God and his word shall be on your heart and you shall teach it diligently. This is so important to, to not only love God and have his word on our heart, but part of the process is that we teach it. And I have found that the things I teach, the things that I, I, I study them and I, and I obey them, but what really makes them mine, what really makes them my possession, what gets them down into my innermost being, what, what causes the word, the, the parts of the word that I really remember and become precious to me are often the passages and, and sessions, sections that I teach. That's important to share the word. Joshua 1.8, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Talk about it. Like Deuteronomy 6 says, we talk about it. We talk about the word of God. And when we talk about the word of God, it does something to cement it deep within our soul. It's what Ezra was like in Ezra chapter 7, verse 10. Ezra set his heart to study the word of God, to practice it, and to teach it. Now, we, you may not be the, an Ezra, but why not? Why not? Why can't you? You can study the word of God. You can practice it. You can teach it. Every one of us has a sphere of influence. Your own family, your children, your grandchildren, your, your, those who live in your house, maybe those at work, those in your small group, those in your church, those in your school. Every one of us has a sphere of influence. And you can, you can teach what you learn. It's, it's, it may seem awkward. It may seem awkward, but to say to someone, uh, hey, can I, can I share with you something neat that I was reading in the Bible today or recently? You can do that. You can, you can, I mean, sometimes that's awkward to share in your small group or to share in your church. Why is it awkward? I think we have an enemy who doesn't want us talking this way. But just do it. Break the ice. Most people will be glad you did. Can I share with you something I, I read in the Bible recently? And share it. Prepare it. And when you do, and when you read with the idea of, I want to read, understand, obey, and I even want to learn how to share this with someone else. You make it more clear when it comes out of your mind. You can articulate it. It forces you to articulate it more clearly. And it cements it in your soul. This is, by the way, what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5. He who keeps and teaches these commandments shall be great in the kingdom of God. Well, why can't you be great in the kingdom of God? What's holding you back? You can. You can be great in the kingdom of God. You don't have to have a big stage like, you know, preach to a big crusade like Billy Graham would. But you can, within your sphere, and as you're faithful, God may even enlarge your sphere. You want to be great in the kingdom of God? Keep his commandments and teach them to others, Matthew 5, 19. And, of course, this is the Great Commission. Jesus, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I commanded you and lo, I'm with you always. Well, you can be part of that. You can be part of, of teaching God's word, teaching the commands of Christ, teaching what Jesus taught us. 
as you've learned it, you can teach others. You say, but Tom, I don't have a degree. I've not been ordained. I don't see where that's required in this verse. I don't see where that's required. To me, the only requirement, that the thing that gives you credibility is, number one, the Word of God gives you credibility. You're teaching the Word of God whether you've fully lived up to it or not. But what gives you the power and the credibility is when you have done it, when you're applying it, and you teach it, it comes forth with power. My friend, I, I, I encourage you, follow this pattern day by day, little by little. Come here, get in the Word yourself, listen to teaching, receive the Word of God practice it. Believe it and practice it. Teach it to others. You'll be surprised how much your life takes off. Your life takes off spiritually. Teach it diligently within whatever sphere God has entrusted you with and watch him increase your influence greatly. Father in heaven, thank you so much for the word of God. Thank you. It's alive within us. Thank you. You've given it to us. Oh, Father, how we pray it would be on our heart and that we would teach it diligently to our children and grandchildren, to those within our sphere of influence, in our home, in our school, our church, our small group, in our, in our workplace, wherever we have influence. Give us the boldness. Help us to break the ice. Help us to initiate a conversation. And Lord, we pray that as we teach your word, we would be making disciples. And we pray, Father, we want to be great in your kingdom. Lord, that's a healthy ambition. You urged us to do this. Lord, there's, this, is where, this is where we want our greatness to be, is with you and in your eyes. This is where we want our approval. And you said, Lord, you told us, if you keep and teach, you'll be called great in the kingdom of heaven. What, a, what an opportunity. What an opportunity for each one of us to receive praise from you because we kept and we taught your word. Lord, your people die for lack of instruction. Our country has become so secular and, and we, we, we've replaced your word with our own humanistic ideas and our own self-help and self-glory. How we pray your word would be magnified. Help us to magnify your word. Help us, Lord, to treasure it, and as we speak of it, to make it clear that we love it. And I pray, Father, there be a, a, a new rebirth in our land, in our churches, in our families, of a love for the Word of God, because we receive it, we practice it, we believe it, and we teach it to others. And little by little, Lord, transform us and those uh, within our influence, within our sphere of influence. Lord, might this day you give us your victory and we walk in it. Might we be filled with the joy of the Lord. Might we be victorious Christians, Lord, because as it says in 1 John 2, you're strong and the word of God abides in you and you've overcome the evil one. Might that be our testimony this very day. Lord, we pray for these things. We continue to lift up those who are ill, sick from the COVID, particularly our friend Tara. We pray, Lord, for your healing in her life and her comfort as she uh, receives treatment in the hospital. We pray, Lord, for others who are sick and suffering now, Lord, find, uh, give them healing mercy as they turn their eyes to you and look to you, the Lord God, our healer. We pray these things today. We thank you for the peace of God that we have that passes all understanding and the joy of the Lord 
that can enable us to rise above any circumstance. We bless you and thank you. In Jesus' name, we bless you. Amen, amen, and amen. Thanks for being with me today. If you're new, I see some of you here. I asked, you know, how long have you been around? And there's been some who've been here since day one, 365 days ago. So thanks for to you who are faithful veterans. I hope you've really benefited. I trust you have. If you're new, relatively new, I hope you do hit the subscribe button, hit the notify button, leave a like. You know, when you like the videos it uh, and comment on them, evidently it helps them show up on more people's page, and then that helps new no, uh, that helps more people understand that we're here and to know we're here. And so leave a like. Uh, if you like, leave a comment. I always like to know who's here and where you're from. God bless you. You have a great day. Be strong in the Lord. Practice his word. Share it with others. Hey, why not share with, with one of your friends what you've been learning here and encourage them to tune in to these live streams as well. Amen. You have a great day. God bless you, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.